I, uh, <laughs> I had a very, you know, Mark, I like, you okay? I don't understand the meme. Nigel, you alright? Have call you been it... sleeping okay on your holiday? Or? Why do they call it oven when you have in the cold food of out hot eat the food? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. See, this is just how I. This is how I read because I'm so dyslexic that I'm like, okay, that's the answer. I, I, I feel like that. I'm having a stroke. Yeah, I, I saw what the news this morning. And I, like, I don't. I just don't understand. What, don't understand. Is, what does it mean? I don't know, but they moved where the like send button was on Discord mobile for sending images. So then when I went to hit it there. I hit this one because this was like the third one in the row, and I was like, you know what, I'll send this one as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, anyway, you had real life things you were saying. Um, I had a similar thing to your lack of sleep, Faust, where, so every Friday, uh, my friends from, I say my friends from college, two of us are like finished. So it's like, five of us meet up and we have like a little D&D session every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like really nice, but kind of through circumstances we uh only two of like three of us were free this weekend so they came over to my house and we were like gonna watch a scary movie and then we just did the most fucking perks of being the wolf our bs bullshit ever where we stayed up to half two listening to my dad's old 90s vinyl collection um but at one point it was about one in the morning and we were looking through stuff and i found this record i'm gonna post it into the channel now to show you guys. Okay. Will, and... hmm? will it be one I know? No. Oh. It will not. Because the anticipation is killing. I'm trying anticipation. to anticipation. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um What the fuck? I can't even read that. The so Dun Funk The Dub Funk Association Spirits Under Pressure. That's so nice. It sounds like the dumb fuck association. <laughs> that's what the three of us were. So, um, this like band doesn't exist. Like they don't have it. Like I don't think they're on the funk association. Like they're not on anything. Like there's a number on it. So like we're not gonna publish this. You know we published this on the Twitter. I'm gonna react some stuff. There's a number on it. It is the the the, the person who runs this band's personal phone number. Um, what? We, found, we found loads of flyers in it and when we played it we were like oh this is like dub music which was like a type of music in the 90s mixed with like orchestral songs like suffice it to say I think the three of us ringed us like you know the ring where like they watch the videotape and it's like seven days until they die I think we did that with a record <laughs> you found your very own lightener yeah, I found a like I messaged my dad, being like, "What is this?" Because it's such a weird thing, and like, you know, on how on vinyl, it's printed where like, in the middle of it, they have like a little paper disc that has like the song and the track list and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That just those were just blank white, and there was like stampings like on either side. There was like written in like sharpie, like red A, and then the other record there was like a C to be like this is you know the different sides of each album. Um, there was nothing else on it. Like I think on one side there was like in like pen had been written on like um the name of it, but like it wasn't a professional at all. So I messaged my dad, being like, "This must be a friend of his or something that gave him this." And he was like, "I have no idea what that is." 
Oh, I was I was about to say like maybe your dad was in a band at some point and like no. they. No idea what it is. What yeah. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so two things, two things going off of that. First off, I think it'd be really cool. I really wish the series would have done it if they had done like lightners, which were, you know, other media. You know, Maybe like they... a lightner, a lightner film or a lightner like like this like record or you know like a wax cylinder or something. You know, for I mean, phonograph. They, they don't. Spoilers, no, I guess. They're all... Yeah. they're all books. Yeah. And then second of all, I have kind of a similar kind of a similar thing. So my French teacher in sixth year was a man named Sebastian. Um, and things you need to know about Sebastian, he um what are what is a relevant piece of information? He force fed me blue cheese, he has a pimp cane in his classroom, and he once gave me twenty euro for winning a game of Stop the Bus. That sounds but, accurate for a French person. He's uh, he's Weird. Belgian, I think. Oh by, yeah, but by, oh, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he kept telling us always that he had he was in this band called Uberre, which means nothing. It is a nonsense nonsense French word. Um, but we were like, okay, right. And so then we looked them up on Spotify, and they have like a couple thousand monthly listeners. And it's like, okay. And then there's this one song called, what are you typing, Hannah? So we found this song, and it's called Terra Uberre, right? And I had looked up everything to do with the song, and there was the, everything to do with the band, and there was no record of him actually being in the band, which is really weird. And then when mm-hmm. you listen to this song, Terra Uberre, on Spotify, he's yeah. in it, and he has one verse, and he's the only person singing in English. Amazing. All of the rest of the ba- band members sing in French. He sings four lines in a very croaky voice. I'm sorry, uh, Cher Sebastian. Um, but your voice in English is not very good. You know, like his violin playing is quite good. But um, yeah, he sings uh, the lines, How's it going? I'm Sebastian the Druid. My potion is a hell of a fluid. Do you fancy a drop of magic lotion? Part your lips, come and feel the motion. That's very sexual. I was not expecting that. Holy fuck. Oh my really should have. We really should have expected it to be sexual. Like, here's the thing. If the show didn't have an explicit rating already, we would retroactively have to put one in all of it for that one sentence. (laughs) Should I cut that? No, you're fine. No, it's it's hilarious. No, it's good. Right, but then when you watch the video for on YouTube, because there is a video for it. Uh, Oh, um, no. At all. He's just completely not in it. It's so fucking weird. This is the only, only evidence I have that he's actually in this band and it's four lines in English. Amazing. That's so weird. Um, mm. it just, also, I have a relevance. Oh, sorry. It just keeps... I, um, I'm one of those people that... I, this sounds crazy, but I, I think people with certain names, like your name means something to you. So like, every Kira I know is kind of a dickhead. Um, so, sorry, my little cousin. But it just adds to it that every 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 Sebastian I know is just like, what the fuck is up with you? Because like one of one of my favorite book characters. Pardon? You just have like insane crackhead. Crackhead energy. energy. Like one of my favorite book characters is called Sebastian. Um, my favorite driver is called Sebastian, and he's a he's a funky ass man. I love him so much. And now now you're French teacher Sebastian, so I'm like, ah yeah, Sebastians are just crackheads. I knew someone in university who was also a crackhead, and his name was Bastian. 
That works! So that works. works. <laughs> it fits! Mm. It fits! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, what's your a, story, Nigel? I have a relevant to the episode story for the B-roll. Let's go for it. So, as some of you may know, I am in Edinburgh right now. I am literally in a hostel right across from uh, Edinburgh Castle. But I, I was thought going... you said, I'm literally in a hospital. Um, oh, please no. <laughs> yeah, uh, for those of you who for those of you who, who don't know, we did try and record this episode um, four days ago. Must have been, yeah. Yeah. Where I was ousted from the room I was in and walked around Edinburgh, getting increasingly lost. Um, so the uh, me being in a hospital thing is just a strange continuation of that. But no. So I was walking around and my friend Peter. Um, gave me a, like a recommendation of a load of different places to go, and I went to this place called Oink for because oh, he was oh. like, it, hmm? yeah, yeah, it's the sandwich shop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, go there. You got to get a a pulled pork uh, buddy there, and I'm like, cool. That sounds really nice. And I looked at the menu, and you could get haggis on it. I've eaten so much haggis since I got here. I love haggis. It's great. Um, which I guess is slightly related to this because haggis is made of offal, but yeah, anyway, I was like, oh, cool, I can get homemade chili jam on it. It's great. I walked in, and in the thing, in the little tray where they have all the pulled pork, there was also just a whole pig's head. Yeah. <laughs> just, just sitting there, looking up, and I was like, how are you? <laughs> I do not stand the pig's head. I mean, yeah, I know. It's so strange, because they have a second location in Edinburgh, and there was also a pig's head there. It's really weird. It's not mounted or anything. It's sitting looking up at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. What? That, yeah. I was imagining, like, a mounted pig's head. This is so much worse. No, this is this it's isn't like even, a... like, a taxidermy one. This is literally, no, like, it's... a pig's head yeah. which has been cured. I... Oh, it's it's like they I... roast a pig. No, this, how this place works is, like, it's a roast pig kind of shop. That's, like, their niche. Mm-hmm. So it's the pig's head is a fresh pig's head every day that they yeah. like roast and they just mount it. Or like they don't mount it, they like they've cut up the body of the pig and like they they cut off the head and put it there. Apologies to any vegetarian listeners of the show, by the way. But also, <laughs> this is gonna I be a bad episode like for yeah. you. We're discussing the matter. I hate so. all of this. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I the just, whole I... like meat industry is not very ethical, um, or sustainable, but also, like, it was a really nice pulled pork um, bath that I ended up getting. Oh, they might be ethical or sustainable if they, you know, if they have the head, they might kill their own, kill and source their own pigs, so it might that be... That sounds worse. <laughs> I don't know, if you... Depends on how they, you know, they do it ethically and sustainable. Yeah, I guess so. There's definitely, like, ways to eat meat that are ethical, sustainable. Yeah, like, if they have a short chain kind of thing going on. Yeah. yeah if there's only, like, two shops in the, you know, in Edinburgh, and, like... Yeah. Usually, yeah, like, get... smaller, smaller, like, uh... Smaller things are usually more... You're more likely to find an ethical... Yeah. Ethical, ethical shops than if you go to, like, a chain. You know? mm, exactly. Anyway. Anyways. Should we maybe record? Yeah, we are recording. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna... the episode. I I'm about to introduce the show when you guys are. Now that Oink Talk 2021 is finished. <laughs> we good friends. Do you want to get started on yes. the meat lovers pizza episode? Or I don't know. Um... 
Fuck up. Okay, Nigel. <laughs> why did meat? Why did meat lovers pizza kill you? <laughs> oh, oh, twenty twenty one. Um, with uh, <laughs> with that lovely introduction out of the way, hello everybody! Welcome to the Archive Admirers, our twice-monthly show about all things the Magnus Archives, the hit horror podcast by Rusty Quill. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Faust. Hey! Nigel. Hello. And the decapitated pig's heads that star in the hit horror comic Fable, Hello! And as always, I am your other fourth horseman, Hannah. Sup, everybody? Um, if you guys have the first episode where the hosts aren't evenly split between Ireland and Belgium, I've just yes. realized. Mm-hmm. Um, two announcements before we kind of get into things proper. Uh, Nigel is not in their normal recording setup this week, they are on a holiday in Edinburgh. So if the audio quality is a little bit different, apologies, um, just we didn't have our normal equipment and everything. And the second and slightly more positive um, news is that we probably have released a like trailer or something kind of discussing it recently, but uh, we've recently launched a Ko-Fi. Um, yeah, so you can find the Ko-Fi, it will be linked in the description. Um, I think if you prefer typing stuff in, it goes by Archive Admirers 237. Um, there's no, please feel no pressure if you don't have the funds available or you. Have we no are list. the 230, there are 236 other accounts with Archive Admirers in it. It's actually a reference minute. to something that's horror related. And I, the first person <laughs> to know, realize what it is, will get a clap from me and I'll, and I'll shout it out. Because I said it to you guys and you guys had no idea what it refers to. Um, I didn't realize it was a reference. It's a reference. <laughs> yeah, you can find that linked in the description below. Um, we'll figure So, uh, the main point of the Ko-Fi is we just want to kind of start uh, improving the quality of the show. We want to kind of get better mics. So we've kind of set what mics we want to kind of buy at the start off with, and we're just going to have fundraising for that. Please feel no pressure to donate it, to donate to it. If you are a real big fan of the show, donate to it properly. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show and you're like, what the hell is this all about? Um, what we do here is that every two weeks we come together and we read and listen to an episode of the Magnus Archives. We're going to discuss it after giving a brief kind of summary of the episode, talk about um, its themes, what we liked, what we disliked in it, and kind of what role it's playing with the continuous story of Magnus. And then I get booted off into the um, Nightmare Realm. Uh, when these other three bozos discuss its place kind of within spoilers and stuff of Magnus. And then we come back at the end, we do a little prediction corner, and we talk about our hypothetical cast of Magnus was a TV show, and then we plug our social media. So I think with that lengthy introduction out of the way, I think we're ready to get started. Nigel, do you want to do a little summary time? Yeah, okay. So this is 
Now this is close to my mouth. Hey guys, welcome to my ASMR. Uh, the A stands for archivist, the S stands for statement, <laughs> the M stands for Magnus, and the R stands for... Let's get ready to Dumbo! Um. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I l yes. It was going so well. It was. Archivist statement. Magnus rinsed it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Retelling! 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 The aura stands for Rudenko, statement of Christoph Rudenko, regarding his Ooh. interactions Damn. with a first floor resident of Weldbeck House, Wandsworth. See how I did that? That's one of them segues that Hannah's always on about. <laughs> so, this statement starts off with a bunch of house buying advice, which is just don't buy a ground floor flat as someone who lived in a ground floor flat in a student accommodation i can attest to this because there's people constantly looking in your windows um he said you know like yeah you have to lug a bunch of stuff upstairs but also it's like you know kind of not worth it but then also you have upstairs neighbors if you live in the ground floor and that's always the worst so he's living in this place called welbeck house and it's not it's not cheap um you know, but it's close to London, and he can commute if he needs to. He's self-employed, um, you know, so like that's kind of good. And then on the day he moves in, which is like 2002 or whatever, he sees mm -hmm. his upstairs neighbor vaguely, um, having a smoke out the window. Uh, but it's raining, and he wants to get in. Uh, you know, he wants to get the last of his boxes in, and then they lock eyes briefly from across the room, and they're soulmates now. Not really, um. But he can smell the weirdest odor, um, which he describes as like halfway between the smell of a pavement after rain on a hot day and chicken that's starting to turn. Uh, you know, the new Calvin Klein fragrance. Um, and your man upstairs just keeps watching him and keeps watching him until he's got all the stuff in. Uh, and then when he comes out to get the last bits to put inside, the guy is gone. And he's like, okay, bit weird, but also this is near London, so people probably, you know you know they're a bit kooky bit wacky um we've all yeah. listened to the, the lily allen song london we know what they're like i haven't it's a good song hmm i've only the only lily allen i've listened to is is the album it's not me it's you mm -hmm. the one with fuck you on it um lily allen's great please continue nigel <laughs> well kind of yeah um, yes, so where was I? Yeah, so he's just like, you know, I'm just, I've decided that I'm going to ignore the guy because I don't interact with him, uh, at all. I don't interact with him, you know, I know all the other people around me, uh, you know, the Diane or Diana, the person who lives next door, um, the Asian guy on the first floor, you know, and he, he never sees him. But he, he occasionally catches this same rotten smell again and again. Uh, and he's trying to, like, find where it is. And then he goes up and as he, he goes up and he's having a look and he swears that he hears the door upstairs, like, close very, very quickly. Um, and it's just like, you know, I guess it's him, you know, like, it's not really my problem if he's, you know, never takes a shower, if he's just really smelly. You know, so I just like, you know, 
Start lighting some scented candles. Be zen. He's in his um, white girl crystal era. And, you know, that's fine for a year, like, for two years. Um, and then he's, like, you know, having some beers with friends. And then all of a sudden upstairs, there's the sound of, of hammering. And he's like, oh, he's doing some DIY, you know, standard uh, dad things. And, but then it continues on after, like, ten solid minutes of, you know, this, uh, this pounding or whatever. Um, and it goes and it goes and it sounds eventually like he's just nailing stuff into the floor and it goes on for like an hour and he's like oh I should really just go up and like you know say to him hey man you really uh, you you know you're really putting a dampener on things I guess but then you know it stops and it wasn't gonna like happening and he's like oh well I get, you know neighbors just be neighbors um yeah, and so he just goes back to normal, and then another two, like two weeks later, um, it happens again, and it's like you know this is a bit, you know this is a bit much, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to like confront him because like conflict resolution is a bad thing, you know. He's never met this person who hammers for over an hour every two weeks, um, yeah, because it like that it starts happening every two weeks for an hour or so, and it's just like you know whatever he's doing obviously he owns the flat outright so i can't just get the landlord to turf him out um but then uh about six months after that a package addressed to toby carlisle arrives at his house and obviously um it, the, the the flat number is the one above him and it's not his so he goes oh i have to go up and um i have to go up and give it to him and it's like an envelope that's thick and soft and full of some sort of bubble wrap or packing material. You know, when they like put a tiny thing into an envelope and then pack the ever-loving shit out of it so it doesn't get broken and still does. And he goes up and he's like, well, I'll go up and maybe, you know, use this as an opportunity to be like, hey, here's your package, by the way. Can you stop extreme DIY home improvementing up there? Um, but then he goes up and it's just like, the smell gets more and more noticeable and the carpet outside of the door is stained. Uh, ever so slightly darker than it should have been um and he knocks he knocks and he knocks and there's no answer and then eventually there's like he hears movement from inside and the steps are muffled like he's walking over some kind of thick carpet um, and then about a minute later the door opens uh, and there's a crack and this really ragged voice is like what do you want um and then the smell becomes really really overpowering and he just about says, you know, oh, here's your package. And your man pulls it out of his hand really, really quickly before Kristoff uh, has a chance to react to it. And the hand is all thin and pale and the fingernails are long and yellow. And uh, there was like a single red mark, like a cut on the back of his hand. And then he slams the door. Um, and as he turns to go, he notices that there's... um. A bunch of like viscous liquid on his sleeve where um toby carlisle's hand had brushed off of him which is just bleh. oh you know and he's like oh, okay i guess this is just what i have to live with because eventually you're gonna have to settle for something um but then in 2007 uh like his mother had it like his mother had uh taken a turn for the worst in her health and so he had to be like um you know, he had to go and live 
with like near her to, to care for her basically and uh, you know he, he wants to sell the flat but obviously people coming into the flat are going hmm what's that smell you know um, and they're just like no I can't this is too ridiculous so there's a, a um, like discoloring on the ceiling that looks like there's some sort of um, water spreading from upstairs and so eventually he calls a plumber and the plumber like looks at it and goes that's not a pipe you know not from a pipe but I'll have a look at it, it goes up and um, like the it starts growing and growing um, and the plumber puts up his his ladder and like puts on some gloves and just barely touches it and it collapses and all of this like viscous basically like pus comes oozing out of it like it was one of those like Dr. Pimple Popper videos or something and then they like throw up and they're like okay the plumber's like right bye see ya I'll go call someone definitely you know and he's like I bet that plumber just went home and tried to banish that memory forever um so like uh Christoph storms upstairs he's like right I'm going to confront this weird zip man uh and he knocks on the door but the door is actually open and the door when he eventually gets it open you know he's nearly he, he's nearly like rendered unable to continue because of the smell but he's also like I'm used to this for having put up with it for like half a decade now um and then he turns on the light uh, he turns on the light and it's uh, everywhere is red because the entire place is covered with meat uh, stapled and uh, nailed to the walls and everywhere is covered but it's not just one layer oh no no there is multiple layers going back ages where it's all putrefied and rotten and there's maggots and worms coming out of it and then Toby Carlisle is sitting back he's dead you know his face is covered in all these like cuts that have gone septic and holes um, and he says quite lovely uh, I couldn't tell which of them had once housed his eyes um, and he's like okay you know, all of this is somewhat normal, I guess, but the reason I'm talking to you is because I went into the kitchen and there was a pile of meat um, and all of a sudden it started moving and it opened its eyes. Uh, you know, but like, happy story, he moves out and now lives in a house in Clapham. Uh, so, oh, and he's become a vegetarian. Good yeah, yeah. how was that? My throat is very sore, so I was yeah. kind of, while I was reading it. <laughs> um. Well, I now know why we have eyes in our introductory, um, like our icon. What do you? What, what do you mean? So I, I think I said it last episode. I said it on some podcast recently that I was like, I know something is gonna have eyes at some stage because the archive admirers logo is an eye. So I was like, well, eyes are going to come into this at some stage, you know? Mm-hmm. This and one then, had lots of eyes. Yeah. And then I showed you one, no, it's a big red herring, haha. And I was like, okay, so there's definitely something that has eyes. And now, now there's something with eyes. See? I see. So I saw through your... your you look. saw through it? With yeah. your eyes? <laughs> yeah, I saw through it with my eyes. Um, shit, man, I don't know what I think about this Yeah. Shit, like, how do I sum up how I feel about this episode? It's, it's like, a weird one. Don't fucking know, man. But it's, it's good. I mean, it's not like, wow, this is the best episode ever. But it was 
I thought it was good, yes. Just like your average good episode, you know? And it's an interesting new team as well. We haven't had any meaty flesh. Yeah. (laughs) Body horror. (laughs) This guy's, like, complacency with awful neighbors is about the level of my kind of complacency. Yeah. Awful neighbors. Ah. Oh, boy. The, um... What I, I like really, about I really want to make that pun just the title of the episode just to further annoy yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I love it. Yeah, it's great. What I what I like about this episode is that it um it feels like this is just something that could happen to a person. Besides the like and, and besides the him being like, "Oh yeah, there was a, a thing with, like the the meat man that moved around." Like <laughs> whatever, whatever hey, the boy, thing was. Me, the, the meat man. The meat man. E um, this just sounds like a horrible thing that could like genuinely happen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, I haven't had neighbors this bad ever. But <laughs> it remind. I'm googling a name if you guys want to discuss something. I'm just. I. I'm just I very know. confused about. Like. Um. Sorry, I'm having a blank. Because we know, uh, like, it's the guy, it's the neighbor who's nailing the meat mm. to the wall. Yes. Um, <laughs> and to the floor, and to the ceiling, and to everything yeah, else. Everything. No, but, but see, then... he's, doing, he's doing, like, good interior decorating because he made, the, like, the mat. He he made the, the lampshades match the walls and everything. So, like, <laughs> I hate he, that. He got you don't want your... You don't want... That's not good interior decorating. Though. No, you don't want everything to match no. your accents and other stuff. <laughs> anyway, I'm just really confused about, like, what is the heap of meat? Like, did a did the meat heap kill the neighbor? Is the did the neighbor die and turn into a, I don't know, meat of heap, heap of meat with <laughs> like, what is the correlation between the the, the, the pile of flesh and the neighbor. The, you know, yeah. I don't know, Faust. This is like, a, you know, a question to do with food and meat, such as, why do they call it oven when you oven the cold food without hot eat the food? <laughs> I will uh, kick you from this call. Because <laughs> I, um, like, I feel like in previous episodes, mm. weird stuff happened. But for the most part, there was a pretty clear correlation, right? Like, there's no cause this, of this. So I, why yes. happened? But he was just like, yeah, the neighbor died somehow, and now there's a pile of meat that has eyes. Like, what is what? What's yeah? I guess did the, the neighbor get held this, yeah. hostage by this pile of meat, and it's forcing him to nail me to the wall? How so, many times are we gonna say the word meat this episode? Too oh. many, too many. It's gonna lose meaning as a word. We're gonna be yeah. saying it so often. What the? What I, I was will when I'm editing this go Out? and count the number yes. of times meat is said. <laughs> Make it yeah. Please don't. You'll yes, please do. Yes, yes. Um, to get you, back to hello to... everyone. Welcome to our meatiest of episodes. Oh, <laughs> To get away from the meat for just two minutes. Um, <laughs> That's when... It's alright. This is the second time I've said something and it's caused someone to break themselves laughing recording this episode. 
it's um, just this specific episode. It's it's wild. weird. Yeah, it's strange. Um, so when oh, I was wow. listening to this, I thought this was going to turn out to be like a weird homage to uh, Dennis Nelson. That's what I was googling. Do you guys know who Dennis Nelson is? No, no. Okay. Um, I will briefly explain it in the nicest way. He I was is about to a. Say, is that the Dune guy? I know that's the evil move. So I'm completely in the dark. So no, Dennis Nelson is a serial killer from um, Scotland. No, sorry, a serial killer from London. I'm just looking at his Wikipedia oh. now. Yeah, um, he's he's dead. You're good. Um, he's was recently played by David Tennant in like a live action show. Oh, about two years that ago. one, the the guy with the with the toilet. Don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I feel um, like saying the guy with the toilet does not help at all. So no, how, it doesn't. So how Dennis Nelson got caught was that his um. He lived in like a building and he was the upstairs neighbor in like a, a building very similar to this one. And he was just like a normal kind of shut in that his neighbors like didn't think about much. And then there was an issue with the plumbing. So the like landlord for the building called a plumber in and the plumber found a, a, like a human bone in the um, like the, the like from a pipe coming out of the house. So they started to inspect, so basically they called the police. And so the police went through all the, the apartments to be like, oh, okay, we just need to do a check because something fucking weird has happened. And basically they called to this guy's door and the two, like, he opened it and there was two police and he went, I guess you finally figured it out, come on in then. And they were like, figured what out? And he's like, that I've been killing people, of course. And the police came in and it turned out for five years he had killed at least 12 people sorry at least yeah at least 12 people and it had the human remains like in the house and was like periodically flushing the human remains down the toilet but he had like the like just sacks of meat all around and like cold storage and stuff and was like flushing them at like periodic times so it wouldn't be suspicious so i thought that's Ew. where this was going <laughs> when like a plumber got introduced and everything um it wasn't but um I mean, you know. that, it, it could, I mean, I know the dude says, like, there's steaks and shit all over the wall, or, like, lamb legs, but it wouldn't surprise me if this dude also just killed people and put human flesh on the walls. Well, my question is, then, is, um, where does he get the meat? And I know that's kind of the question they leave the mash. At the end of the, um, the episode, I have a potential answer as someone who is in Scotland right now, because there is an area in Scotland called the Flesh Market for some fucking re reason. Sure, that's just like a flesh. Bush. I just yeah, yeah, I feel like that's just like the market where livestock and meat gets got yeah, so. It's called the Flesh Market, okay? I mean, yeah, old timey people were weird as fuck. Yeah. Look, let me... Look, no one brought it up when Hannah brought up the fact that she lived in Canada for a year at every possible opportunity. Let me... I didn't bring it up! <laughs> when did I last bring that up on a podcast? <laughs> I, I didn't know. know you ever lived in Canada, so like... Ha! <laughs> God I think it must have been like episode four or something, thinking back, because it was like, Hannah, when was the last time that you brought up Canada and you were like well I got to talk to a bunch of students 
uh, about it, but then mainly counted as being overtaken by uh, dissertation shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you're in Edinburgh, there's a flesh market. Um, let's get that back. is let's... probably where you would get your meat. Yeah. I think he just gets it from the butcher. Yeah. yeah. If there's enough butchers in the neighborhood, he could just go to, like, one every other day, right? Butchers yeah. probably also don't mind if you... I mean, if you just buy a lot of meat, like, yeah. they just want to sell their meat. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I... if he alternates which stores he would go to... Yeah, then it's not too suspicious because he's not like going to the butcher every single day to the same butcher. Yeah. So for the butchers, it's like, yeah, this dude shows up once a week or whatever. It's I feel like butchers that it comes in the post. Like that's what's in the envelope is meat. It's not a packing material. It's meat that's inside this envelope. Yeah, that's what I wondered about. How'd that's you... a good point. How'd you get meat sent by mail? I mean, nobody's you, you... gonna open your mail, so you just put it in a little plastic bag, and then you put it in an envelope, and then you send it. Yeah, I suppose. I was thinking they just put it raw into the envelope, and like, there's gonna be fluids and shit. The plastic bags are for. Yeah, I forgot the existence of plastic bags. Mm. Um, but I, I guess the only contradict... I I think, again, it's, it's another case of, like, it's some... Um... There are some like weird entities that exist in this world, in Magnus. Like I think that is well established at this stage, or like at least into that. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like well he's... established. This is the only time we've had meat sent by mail. No, but it's like sure, there's been know, other a, yeah. A father's love, the thing that's like breaking the lights and all this. Like there's 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 weird there's funky donkey shit going on in the world of Magnus. You know. Um, I would say at some stage we need. Possibly after the show is done, just a super cut of uh, Hannah saying weird things like "funky donkey." <laughs> Nigel, can you talk a little closer to the mic? How's just a this? Little... The microphone is literally inside my mouth. A little yeah. farther. Please. A little farther, please. Far. Are you okay? You good? <laughs> Nigel is so happy today. I love it. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is like, there's obviously something weird going on here that it's like maybe yeah. And it's not it's not the second time something weirds come by post. I'm pretty sure either. Like we've had the, the coffin. Um, the the oh, yeah. coffin was one, but also um, piecemeal. The the like body parts were coming by post. I'm pretty sure, or not post, but like they were coming, they were like being delivered and stuff. Yeah, so. in in, in mm. boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the meat man is having himself delivered in like little pieces in little envelopes. Oh. And he had to get like assembled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and maybe maybe man. send me some meat. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the the neighbor knew he had to assemble the meat pile but didn't mm-hmm. know which exact bits of meat it was or whatever. So he was like, yeah. let's just buy all of the meat. All the meat. Yes. I wonder if that area had a meat shortage. Because of this I, don't, I don't think he's buying the meat. Because they like say that it's like he had no money coming in. Like, Yeah, that's true. Oh. Yeah. Then 
And he probably also couldn't go outside a lot, you know. I mean, because he had, like, lesions and smells and it wasn't... He... It would be weird if, if he left I... Okay, but if he doesn't go outside and he doesn't buy the meat... It's just then, beans. Then it's it does get delivered. sent to him by post, yeah. Yeah, yeah I then, think then yeah. someone else must be sending it to him. Like, he's being sponsored. Exactly. By the yeah. meat man. By a demon. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one of those episodes where it's like, I have no interest in listening to it again, but it's a great, like, man, that's a, that's a fucked up little episode, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, really so good weird. at just delivering what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, other um, episodes are, like, very clearly, like, I think this and this and this. And this was just... Meat. Nah, bro. It's just meat. Meat. Um... Oh, what's the... Um, meat. Man, meat. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> loose footloose. <laughs> no. I feel like Nigel's on, like, a very different plane to the three of us this recording session. I'm not Nigel, sure. Nigel, have you taken drugs? <laughs> no. Like, no judgment if you have, but I feel like it would explain a lot. I feel so victimized right now. I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> Just like Photoshop Nigel's face onto like Laganja Estranja. <laughs> I feel very attacked. I didn't mean to call you out. I'll stop. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was just reading Look, the post. Just so many songs about meat, and someone needs to sing them. No, no. Wait, that was really fucking <laughs> ominous. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was. I, I don't know what to do with this episode, y'all. I'm I'll so sorry, guys. We're gonna have to scrap the whole episode. Start it oh. again. Um, I was gonna say something. I was just reading in the post statement, and there it does say say that he doesn't have that he doesn't have any income and that he was all his money was just paying tax on the property and there's no records of him uh, buying anything at supermarkets or online delivery firms so yeah. he didn't someone else was clearly sending the meat so then the question is if the meat pile itself was somehow capable of sending themselves it? Yeah, or yeah. if there was some second meat-obsessed person who was sending the meat pile to the weird straight neighbor. Yeah. Like, is it is it like a continuous circle of meat-obsessed people sending the meat pile on and on? It's so funny that it's we're so demon. obsessed about this, because the last sentence of, like, the post statement is literally... Like at the end of all this, we've 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 still been unable to answer one question: Where was he getting the meat? I don't know why, but it bothers me. It, I think yes. it's because I, yes, I think Joel. it's because the only kind of this is just a really weird thing that's happened to like the 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 guy reading the statement, and it's not it doesn't link it back into anything else. Maybe it's going to set something up, but it's nothing. Nothing in this statement is like ah yes, like X Y Z. It's like it's a very the only thing that's not explainable is the, how the meat's gotten. And if it's like, oh yeah, no, he had like royalties. And he's like, it was someone who was like unwell and 
they just did this thing and became a shut-in and they were like, the only way to prevent whatever happening is the meeting and they died. You know, it's all, it's yeah. very normal. It's a, it's a horrible thing to happen to someone, obviously, but it's all very normal until the meat man in the middle of the kitchen and yes. where is the meat from. Mm. Um, you know those, like, subscription things where you, like, like those model building services where you pay like a certain amount and they send you like the parts to build James Bond's Aston Martin or something. Yes. You do that, but they just send you bits to be build your own meat apartment. Lovely. I just did a double hand face palm as soon as you said, you know those boxes, because my mind just went loot crate. Um... <laughs> I went loot crate too. <laughs> That's what um, I was thinking. Oh, of. guys, Hello. we're proud to announce that this episode is sponsored by Meat Crate. <laughs> Yeah. Drop Chef. Um, also, if any listeners are food. feeling inclined to send us meat because of this no, episode, no. please don't. You can oh send me God. meat, that's fine. Yeah, sure, send it to Elke. Don't I should send totally it to set, up, set up a P.O. box in the GPO, Hannah, and just <laughs> tell people to send meat there, and then the two people who work in the GPO will be like, yo, what the fuck? Okay, with that, uh, you guys are going into the spoiler zone because I need to take a little break. Um, what we haven't even discussed half of this stuff. There's not much to discuss in this episode. Yeah, I, I know. I had two actual mentions. Honorable mention for Martin, who's still sick. The poor oh, yeah. Rip Martin. What did you want to say, Nigel? Well, for- okay, yeah. So the first one is just like, you know, it's really weird what John Archivist is like bothered by because most of the ones he's just like you know i don't care about this this is obviously fake people are making this up mm-hmm. and then he's like oh okay like in the last one he's like you know oh it's jürgen leitner well now i'm instantly believe every single bit of this and now this one it's like you know like we found evidence there was some kind of like biohazard here but it's just like what's really bothering me is where the meat comes from like get your priorities sorted out man yeah, that's fair. John's priorities are pretty, pretty weird. John is literally like, "Oh, we could get you know, you could get murdered by this weird like eldritch entity, or I could get fired." <laughs> um, yeah, and then also just the fact that Christoph puts up with this for like he moves in in two thousand and two, and then it's two thousand and seven when his mother's health starts failing. So it's literally, he puts up with this for half a decade, which it's like, I guess speaks to, you know, how much humans are willing to put up with, you know, if they're in a shitty situation. Um, Mm. You know, because it's like quite clearly ruining every aspect of his life in a minor way, you know, somehow. Be it the smell or like the banging or, you know, like not being able to sell his house so he can go live close to his um sick mother um yeah. you know but i i guess as well with that it's kind of like up until the point of the roof caving in like i'm sure all of us have neighbors that do kind of slightly like i don't know about you guys but most houses in ireland are like detached or semi-detached so you do share like a wall with your neighbors especially in like cities and it's like you hear your neighbors do stuff and it's a very like Unless they're doing something really, really, really bad, you would never be kind of like, please stop. And even like in this, they refer to it where it's like, the across the road na- or across the hallway neighbors, they're having a party and they ask it like at one point, can you turn the music down? And it's like implied that it's quite late at night. 
So I feel like that's kind of just like a cultural thing in the UK. I don't know what you agree with that, Nigel, um, where it's kind of like you don't want to be awkward in that kind of respect. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing worse than an apartment full of meat, it's like awkward social interactions. Mm-hmm. That sounds very like the UK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you lived in the UK before, didn't you, Alka? Yes. Yes. It's like that. I get it. But I mean, it's sort of the same in Belgium, you know? Unless yeah, it's it... really. Yeah. Unless it's really bad, you don't. You know? Yeah. You don't yeah. go. You don't go making a fuss about it. Cool. Spoiler zone. Yeah. I think. Yes. Just before we spoiler zone, like, how did everyone feel about it? Like, do people like this episode, or they kind of like? I feel like it's a solid six out of ten. Like, it's yeah, not... I liked it. It was yeah. okay, but not the best thing out there, you know. Like, I was yeah, entertained I like watching. Like, yeah, I was entertained listening to it, but I'm not like. It's not like Lost John's Cave where if someone was like, what's Magnus Archive like? I was like, go listen to this episode and see if you like yeah. it. It's kind of like, yeah, it's fine. I think this one works more with like shock factor rather than fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there. Um, but it's also like, I just, I, I think I have massive problems with how Hannah rates things. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't because know I, I I, just exist. because I didn't like your monologue simulator 2021. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not getting into this fight on the podcast, but I'm going to start a whole other podcast that's just it's a seven episode limited run where just me and Hannah def- defending and arguing against Mike Flanagan monologue. <laughs> Sounds great. Cool. Spoiler zone. I will see you guys in a few minutes, for those of you who have listened to the show before, Spoiler Zone is where we have our spoiler discussion of the Magnus Archives. And I don't know what's going on in the show at all times, so I, I get booted into a parallel universe for this. We'll see you back in a few minutes for predictions at the end. Bye, guys. Or temporary goodbye. See you later. This spacer if you're German. Skip ahead to 5434 if you wish to avoid series spoilers. Alright. I mean, there's not a lot of. <laughs> I don't think things. there's. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in the statement itself. Like, obviously, no, it flesh entity, but like. Yes. Yeah, it's just like the introduction of the new entity, but there's mm. no. Because we haven't had any meat episodes yet. Yeah, nothing comes back either. Like, the meat heap doesn't have a recurring role. Well, although Johnny said he wished he had done more with Meat Pile in several like Q and As, they were like, you know, what, we're like, you know, what do you wish you could have done more with Meat? He basically always says like Meat Pile or you know like Monster Pig, but but those are both flesh related, so it seems like the flesh really gets the short end of the stick, you know, because thrown away is meant to be flesh, but it's also like kind of a confusing hodgepodge of things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the only thing that's really spoiler-ish is that Martin is still missing because he's being assaulted by Prentice. Yes, because he's he's being held hostage by worms. Yeah, assaulted probably isn't the right word. <laughs> yeah, I, I read on the wiki, though, that they were like, you know, it's possible that this is happening because of blowback from Gertrude stopping the Flesh's ritual. Um, 
was oh. it like the feast or something? Because that happened like shortly before. But it's oh. also like, oh, sorry, were you gonna say something? No. no, keep going. No, it's also just reminds me of that like Tumblr post where it's like, uh, rituals in Magnus are so fucking weird. Where it's like, you know, like what they just do a bunch of random shit and then wait and see what happens. You know, like the flesh is like, what if we just put like a load of meat into a hole just more meat that you could possibly believe and then <laughs> some more you know <clears throat> yeah that's true the rituals are like Peter Lucas and his apartment complex like yeah sure. I like yeah. I like that one though it's I like so that funny one. and it's also so funny I don't remember the specifics of who did it but like wasn't Gertrude like yeah, I stopped it by publishing in the newspaper. That yes, it was... that it's so horrible and <laughs> yes, because like... yes. it also fucks with the audience's perception of Peter Lucas. Because mm -hmm. we're all like, oh, he's, he's this big bad guy from the Lonely, and then Gertrude's like, he's a fucking idiot. I stopped him by publishing in the newspaper. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mm. think there's there's not a lot about this one, you know? There's no, no. It's like the start of something and then the meat is gonna return, but well. I do return like that. the meat. I do kinda like that because not every episode has to be interconnected. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, yeah. I think it would get somewhat tiring if literally everything connected to something else. Like sometimes weird shit just happens because of these entities. Yeah. Yeah, like we were, we were thinking. Well, I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, by earlier, I mean like a couple of days ago. But it's like, you know, how we were saying with the first couple episodes, where it's like, it only it, it takes up until episode six where we get the like, uh, like main plot season one, and then it's like you know, it took six weeks to get to that. But it's also like laying the groundwork and then some of them like thrown away don't really connect to anything but it's also like i mean there was like two or three episodes released in a week the first couple weeks that magnus premiered so they were like yeah we're just gonna put this out and have enough there that people can take uh you know take a listen and know what the series is about so now they can settle back and just be like yeah here's a one-off story about me the apartment mm-hmm yeah. Do we have anything else spoilery to discuss? No, I don't think so. Dope. Thought Hannah okay. gonna come back. Let's summon Hannah. From the void. Hannah. Hannah. Meet us in discussion. Come on, Hannah. I feel like she expected this to, to take longer. Lo take longer, and now she's like, "Oh no, I'm making tea." Yeah, I think this is this is always like. That was a worryingly short discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I'm still wondering about, like, when he goes like, "Oh yeah, the eyes opened on the meat pile." And like, okay, are the eyes in the middle of the meat pile? No, there's too like many. On stalks? No, oh, there's more than multiple. two. I think there's there, multiple eyes. Yes, there's eyes everywhere. Oh, yikes, that makes it a lot worse. I imagine it's kind of like, um... 
like the eyes in Berserk during the like I think it's the at the end of the Golden Age arc for Twilight arc. I haven't read Berserk, but I've, I know I have no clue it. what you're referencing. Berserk I was thinking is... more like a oh no, no you go for Nigel. I was just thinking more like a David Cronenberg monster. That's yeah, it. yeah, like the fly or some shit. Um, Berserk's is very famous, kind of like fantasy horror. Uh, manga slash anime but like the art and it's really good but there's a lot of like really scary monsters in it and there's this oh. kind of there's this arc in it where um someone betrays the main character and does some fucked up like fucked up shit and like summons some monsters and they're meant to be like very scary um but besides the point predictions um well you cast oh no predictions first I, will, I already wanted you to cast the meat pile Pass <laughs> the meat pile. Um, predictions. Shit, man. I don't know. I don't know. Some more strange meat shenanigans. Maybe we'll find out where the source of the meat's coming from. I heard some dogs barking there. They want some meat. Um, I'm sure they do. They're not getting any though. Like I really kind of got nothing off this, to be honest. Like it. I don't know. I think yeah. I think something to do with the meat is gonna come back. The fact you guys had such a short discussion kind of makes me go like, hmm, this probably isn't. Um, I think this is just a fun, slightly weird story that, you know, yeah, there's gonna be some more meat stuff later on. Maybe with the source of the meat, but I've got nothing else. The meat monster will return. Yeah. I feel like we have made a surprisingly little amount of jokes about, like, feeding the meat and shit. Yeah. That's enough of yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we... <laughs> See, the thing is, I think the meat won in this one. I don't think anyone conquered the meat. Um... <laughs> yeah, no. Um... Yeah, Uncanny Valley, guys. Who are we casting? I would like to cast Timothy Chalamet as the meat pile. Hey, leave t- leave Tim Shams alone. He's currently getting hot Wonka. No. No. <laughs> no. I don't Wonka think doesn't need to be hot. No, he I doesn't. I don't think Timothy Chalamet is hot, to be honest. I don't either. I could He's just very skinny and bony. Yeah, I agree. Fast. He he's added to the um sickly Victorian child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. I said that about someone else, I think, on the show. But it's like Sebastian it's. Be yeah. louder, Nigel! I can't hear you. It was Sebastian Stan. See, Sebastian Stan's got yeah. um. He's got yeah. meat on his bones. He's got meat on his bones. <laughs> I'm sorry. He fucked up. Yeah. He he mm. ate his fruits and veg. Um. What yeah. are we casting as? What's his name? There's Toby, and there's the one who gives a statement. Kristoff is the statement. I think, I think yes. the, the, the neighbor could be the guy who plays Hamish in the Hunger Games, but very Woody disheveled. Woody, Woody Harrelson? I don't no. know who he is. No. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, is, yeah. that is Woody Harrelson, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not Woody Harrelson. Leave Woody alone. Oh my god, no. But like, it is no. Hamish. He it gives Hamish sanity vibes. With like the weird blonde hair and just all disheveled as shit. 
Hmm. I can see it. Tom Hardy. <laughs> no. Tom oh. Hardy. Let me Google. I think I know who he is. But let me Tom check. Hardy's yeah. your man from Venom. Fast. Yeah. No, he's Woody I... Harrelson is also in Venom. The yeah. New one. He's, yeah. He's, he's doing Carnage. Yeah. Tom Hardy is too hot to be the mean man. Okay. Hear me <laughs> out. Barry Oldman. No, Gary Oldman, no. I feel no. like we need to keep Gary Oldman for something. No, but see, something here's else, the thing. You know? It could be, it could be, and you could just not acknowledge it because in the that third half of Electra film, he plays the villain Mason Verger, who is Harvey oh, yeah, figure after being yes, fed yes. to his dogs. So he ha he's wearing like full facial prosthesis, and then he was like, when he got cast, he was like, I want top billing, and they said no, you know. Anthony Hopkins is you, know, you told a story like he's... three episodes ago, I'm pretty I'm having such deja vu at the moment. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. So, someone so I've heard I've this read this recent... story before. But I don't know who to. No, because I've I've heard this in a, the last time Gary Oldman got mentioned it uh, in the casting corner, this story got told. I'm uh... having yeah, I'm having Look, such deja vu at the moment. Holy maybe shit. this is just like James Acaster's Diet Coke story on Off Menu, where it will just be in every episode now. But the fact that he's just like, he wore this and no one knew it was him. And it wasn't on any of the promo or marketing. So you could have him in this and then just be like, have Gary Oldman as regular Gary Oldman later on and just be like, never acknowledge it. Um, Have you guys ever seen The Goonies? Yes. No. Goonies That's... is great. Hey Long time ago. Yeah, hey you guys, dude from the Goonies, it's the meeting. I literally I posted that gif a while back in the chat, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the Goonies? Pardon? I said Were you gonna say Sloth from the Goonies? Is it Sloth? Is that his name? Yeah, the guy with the Superman t shirt, the guy who says hey you guys. Yeah, Sloth. He can be hmm. um I think his name is Sloth. I have no idea. It's been a long while since I've watched the Goonies. Who oh. are we casting so, as apartment owner? As, as the one on the side. I mean, Kristoff. There's literally nothing about him. No. That, like, they don't describe yeah. him at all. We could put yes, anyone there. Nothing. <laughs> Cast him as Kristoff from the movie Frozen. So, Jonathan Groff? <laughs> Just like a 2D. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, much character, that's how much character this man is given. He is 2D. Um. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this has been an episode recording. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a very weird vibe. It's a weird. I think. I think the fact it's meat is just made it. Um, yeah. I don't think we have much else to say. No, which is the next episode? Meet. The next uh, episode is episode nineteen. But before we get to talking about the next episode, we need to talk about. Ooh, um, we need to plug our pluggables. So. Oh, hold on. Do you know who else was in the Goonies? Um, Corey Bakesman. Um, Samwise Ganji is in the Goonies. There's dogs <laughs> barking in the background. Yeah, it's like Mine, one of Sam. Sorry. It's um, what's his name? Sean Astin is one of his like very first roles is the Goonies. Mm. And someone else who was one of their very first roles, Josh Brolin, aka Thanos. Oh. He could be the meat man. Yeah. He could. 
Um, I've actually stayed in the town where Goonies was filmed. It's a nice town. What town was it? It is Cannon Beach in um, Port... Like, Canada? It's in Oregon. Uh, for some reason in my head, I thought you were going to say something, you know, like, docky. You know, like, oh. somewhere, like, just in South Dublin. Yeah. Docky, of course, became famous over lockdown because Matt Damon got trapped there. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a book festival hosted there. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's a good book festival. Bernie was there this year. Really? Sanders? Yeah. Damn. Talking about okay. democracy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, if, um... If you guys are fans of the show, please subscribe to us on all the podcast apps and follow us on our social medias. We have a Twitter, we have a Tumblr, we have a Podchaser. I'm not sure if that's a social media or not. Um, all archive admirers. Um, um, if you want to ask us a question, um, you can send us a question at archiveadmirers at gmail.com. Um, we love every single final question or you know, piece of fan art whenever it's really appreciated. If you're are enjoying the show and you do want to help out, please support our Ko-Fi. Links are in the description. No pressure with that. Um if you do give us money, we'll greatly appreciate it. But we're just very happy to make this show. Speaking of making content, Nigel, do you wanna plug your other podcasts? I don't know why I'm talking like I am You're talking like you're a US political person where they speak in like things of three. Yes we can and drain the swamp. You know, um, Dateline. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, Nigel. What's yeah. your Twitter so people can follow you? My Twitter is at Spicy Nigel. Where recently on Twitter, I have been asking, "Can I have a cigarette?" Yes, that's right. I found and went to the location of the very first Magnus statement. Angle. The Nigel just cut out for everyone yeah, else. Yeah, Nigel just disappeared. Oh fuck. Okay. The... Uh, Fabs, what's your social medias? Um, oh, oh. did Nigel get murdered? I think Nigel got murdered. <laughs> Please, I hope not. I would feel so bad for making the joke. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's either Nigel, Nigel or, oh. or Nigel's ghost. You said you just went. I found the location of the eye and then cut out. Oh, oh that is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um. I found and went to the location of the first archive <gasps> statement, anglerfish. Yes, that's right, and it is very spooky. Um, nice. Also, stay tuned there for further updates about the seven-episode limited series podcast where Hannah and I debate the Mike Flanagan monologue. That this is a joke. What do you want to? What do you want to say Don't when I me. when I ignore this slander that's being thrown at me? I slander at Mike Flanagan. I am at Oath of Jocks on Twitter and it seems I've been mostly been tweeting about Star Wars and Critical Role lately. Amazing. New season three of Critical Role started this week as of recording. Um, yes. I love that funky ass little robot. Yeah. I love I love oh. Dallas's character. Already oh, my favorite. Robot. One of the plays a robot. He's yeah. called Fresh Cut Grass. It's the best thing ever. I love I, him. I'm nearly finished campaign one. I've been listening to one a day. And I'm on oh, episode one 93. Yeah. yeah. Only about 500 more hours to go. 
Mm. I also started listening to another podcast uh, yesterday. I've, I'm only on episode three, but it's good so far. It's an it's called the Eldritch Hour, and it's a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast. Amazing, very cool. Yes. Um, Elka, do you have anything you want to plug, or just vegetarianism? What's fast is vegetarian. <laughs> I like meat. I like meat. Um, yeah. I like meat. I, like I guess that's the only thing I have to say about uh, about this. Meat you can't back find, on the menu, boys. You can't, you can't find me anywhere. If you do want to send meat, you can try. <laughs> um, and I am over accurately Comsai on Twitter, where recently I've been talking about hanging out with my friends because Ireland is slowly starting to come out of lockdown and it's really nice. And I will probably be doing a lot of tweeting today about the room rooms because... Um, yeah, why not? Um, Charles Leclerc is the main character. I'm sorry, guys. Leave Josh Grohl alone. Um, or Jonathan Grohl alone. He is very good in Mindhunter. Everyone should go watch Mindhunter, actually. Mindhunter is a great well, you, show. Well, you said the Kristoffs, then I was like, why don't we just make it like live-action Kristoff? He's so good in Mindhunter. He just plays the most broken-ass man. Um, and he's also the Stop original... Adjusting, emotionally stunted Nigel faded away for everyone else. Yep. But I feel like we all knew what he was going to say. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to get roasted. Yeah. I said, I said Hannah, stop, uh, stop adopting emotionally stunted white men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Holden's, Holden's a very broken man, and I love him very much. Um, he's also the original King George in Hamilton, for all you theater nerds out there. Um, but with yes, that, I am very much aware. But with that, I think we're done. Bit on stage. Hannah, you you've not said your you've not said your Twitter. I did. What's your ass? I did say it. Curly Comside. Oh. Well, now you've said it twice, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Her Twitter uh, is so nice, she had to say it twice. Thank you. Oh boy. Um I'm yeah. excited for next episode. Next episode is confessions. Yes, um, I didn't remember it existed, but I just kind of scrolled through the start of the transcript, and I think it's actually one oh. of my favorites. I'm yeah, already saying it now, the, the priest is being played by Andrew Scott. Um, <laughs> Alright. Yeah, sure. I can cool. see it. Because yeah. he's hot okay. priest. From Infilibag. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see what you think. We'll see what you think when we actually get to that episode. But also, might I point out that it's Confessions 1? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. I don't think about anything ever. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Um, yes, but I think we will love you and leave you listeners. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Um, Halloween is coming and gone for you, but it's imminent for us. Have a safe Halloween. Have a safe um, month of the souls. This is coming out in November, this episode. Happy Christmas, because that's soon for you. Um, <laughs> Get um, fucked, everybody. Um, this is wild. Okay. Yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 As I try and find the way to turn off the recording software. So I'm just going to keep talking into the mic um, when we're waiting for this to finish. Um, Mindhunter is a really good show, guys. It's about, like, profiling in the, uh, like, the starting of the FBI, like, murder program. There's a lesbian in